Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. That's right. And we're heading into a weekend where the Packers play on Saturday night. That's right. Tomorrow night. Packers taking on the 49ers in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. I'm a nervous wreck. It's a little over 24 hours to go, and I can't sit still. I can't think of anything else. Uh, all the stuff I'm supposed to attend to here in the apartment is kind of going by the wayside because all I can do, all I can think about, I am totally consumed with this idea of the Packers going into Levi Stadium and kicking the 49ers' ass. Now, I don't know if that's how it's going to transpire, but that's where I'm living right now in my head, and I'm sure many of you are as well. Um, before I get to uh, the game and talking about everything the Packers are going to do to pull out a victory against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I did want to touch on uh, some Cheesehead TV business real quick before we get going. I know you guys probably remember right before the season started, um, I kind of had a chat with you guys about how Cheesehead TV was becoming a going concern and it was becoming its own entity and its own business and literally paying my rent uh, for the first time ever after 16 years. It's weird that Corey and I have been doing this for 16 years and now we're just getting started, but that's where we're at. And uh, one really kind of ongoing conversation that Corey and I have had and Al and everybody here at Cheesehead TV that we've talked about throughout this season while we've been, you know, talking to potential sponsors and advertisers and things like that has been how it has to make sense if we partner with someone and it has to speak to not only us, but to our audience and the community that we've built here we don't take that for granted. We think it's pretty important, actually. And, uh, you know, something like Ticket King, where, you know, that's a, a Green Bay, Wisconsin company that we really believe in and we want to help support. And one of the reasons we partnered with them in the first place a couple of years ago was because of the fact that they are Wisconsin centric and we love what they offer for not only Packers fans, but fans from anywhere, really, that want to go to a game anywhere in the country, right? So those are the types of things we're always on the lookout for. And we've been approached by a couple of different people over the last year or so that just didn't quite make sense, uh, didn't quite fit, uh, until just today where we uh, are really thrilled to announce a, a brand new partnership with Nicolay Law. That's right, Nicolay Law Accident and Injury Lawyers. I spoke with Russell this morning, had a great chat, uh, these guys pride themselves in taking the stress and weight of your case off of you so that you can get back to your normal life as soon as possible. I know lots of people uh, who, you know, when you're looking for any kind of legal help, back in the day when I was a younger man or growing up, you would open the yellow pages and kind of hope you find something that sounds authoritative, right? And now these days you're on Google and, oh gosh, you'd didn't even think you would need this and now you need it. And what am I going to do? Well, if you're in the Wisconsin area, Russell's your guy, his group, they're not only local, but they are completely committed to you guys. And I can't say enough about how excited we are to partner with not only them, but Russell, who's a Packers fan that grew up in the Green Bay area. I mean, we're really thrilled to be kind of partnered with them for the next kind of year or so. We'll see how this grows over, over time, but um, we'll hear more about it on watch party tomorrow, but I just wanted to make that kind of announcement because you're going to be seeing their branding and, you know, we'll probably be talking with Russell a little bit throughout the season and off season and what have you, but 
Uh, it's something that I think makes a lot of sense for Cheesehead TV. Um, I'm sure you will totally agree as we go on here. Um, part of the Cheesehead TV growing family, if you will. Anyway, wanted to give them a shout out. Great to, uh, like I said, great to talk to them this morning. Very anxious to to grow this family with you guys. How are you? Good to see everybody in the comments section. Chuck Olson's here. We've got New York Cheesehead, Stu, and of course, Brandy. Brandy, I'm glad you're here because I want to talk about the Packers defense because that's the thing keeping us up at night, right? I mean, I I am pretty sure, yes, the 49ers have a defense that can put out your lights real quick up front. No question about it. But the Packers, I have full faith that Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur, everyone on that side of the ball, they're going to do their job. Maybe they don't score 30, but they're going to do their job. They're going to score points. It's the flip side that gives you the uh, hesitation, right? And I, I'm not going to pretend that, you know, I'm not scared about Kyle Shanahan having it all figured out and dialing stuff up that gives guys, you know, or makes them prone to taking false steps and being out of position and McCaffrey running wild and, you know, Debo Samuel in the end zone, spiking the football right in somebody's face. Like I don't, that stuff is in my head. Don't get it wrong. But I am encouraged by not only the play over the course of the last month or so from the, on the defensive side for the Packers, but the way you've seen a couple of times now over the past couple of weeks where quarterbacks are seemingly suddenly kind not doubting, but second guessing themselves looking downfield against the Packers. And yes, there are opportunities and they've been, they've at times been kind of open and they move the ball and what have you. But there were a number of instances in that game against the Cowboys where, you know, Dax got plenty of time, great protection up front, Packers pass rush, not getting home. And Dak couldn't find anybody downfield. When's the last time you remember that happening on the regular with the Packers defense? That is not normal. Now, Again, yes, it's a very different style of offense that they're facing. You know, Kyle approaches the game much different than McCarthy does. But you only need a handful of those. That doesn't have to happen every single down. doesn't even have to happen every third down. But if you can make Purdy just second-guess himself once or twice or just get him kind of off his initial read and give that front a little bit more time to get home. I'm telling you, I like their chances in that regard. And I'm not discounting their talent. I'm not discounting the fact that they are physical. I'm not minimizing how good they are because they are. They're an excellent football team. Uh, there's, you know, the Packers are nine and a half point underdogs for a reason. However, the Packers are also playing incredibly good football. And yes, on both sides of the ball. And I think there's something to be said about rest and rust and the fact that these guys in San Francisco haven't played. In a couple weeks. I'm not saying it's going to be the difference in the game. But it could afford the Packers an opportunity. Maybe they do get them off the field. First or second drive. And afford Jordan Love and company. An extra opportunity to put some points on the board. We'll see how it plays out. But I don't think it's this complete mismatch. That especially the national media wants you to believe. Like I understand that there's a season to draw from. But you know the recent sample sizes are what really matter. And the way the Packers are playing, the proverbial hot team that nobody wants to face, that's the Green Bay Packers, for real. I love their chances in this game. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Hope you're all doing well. i got some super chats i got to hit. What's up? 
Pax fans, what's going on? Let the insufferable era commence. Go Pack Go. Speaking of which, if you haven't seen it, uh, Brent has a great new insufferable era t-shirt up in the Cheesehead TV store. Make sure you check that out. Mimsy, what's going on, man? Safe to say we are in the hunt. Go Pack Go, motherfuckers. <laughs> we are in the hunt. We are more than in the hunt. What's crazy? Think about this. Think about this. Cast your mind back to like late October, early November. Packers were in line for a top 10 pick. Everyone's like, are they going to have to trade Jordan Love or maybe take another quarterback? Blah, blah, blah. And then they won a couple games and it's like, oh, they were in the hunt is what you're alluding to. And it was like, oh, the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. Now, not only are they in the playoffs, there are eight teams out of 32 still playing football and the Green Bay Packers are one of them. That blows my mind. That blows my mind. Dustin, what's going on, man? New shirt, who fumbled? All four answers is Jerry Rice. <laughs> the problem is, is he's uh, got that copyright pretty locked up. We tried having a Jerry Rice fumbled shirt at the Cheesehead TV store when we first started, and it got taken down real quick. John Semitovich, what's going on, man? I need this game to start like I need air to live. <laughs> you are not joking, man. This next 24 hours going to be tough. Ed, thanks so much, man. Sure would like this team to experience how good it feels to beat the 49ers. Can they? Yes. Will they? Been having that feeling a lot this year, and that's so very cool. I feel you, Ed. That's the thing. I haven't seen anything to suggest that they can't beat this team. I haven't seen an instance where I thought, you know, the Packers are playing well, but they'll never compete against this team. Absolutely not. They, they will absolutely make it a game. Sean, what's going on, man? This season has reminded me why I love this team, and I am grateful for you guys. Thank you for all you do for us. That's really nice of you to say, Sean. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Lambo Leo, what's going on? Nag, saw something about the field being ass. <laughs> I mean, it's getting rained on. That's all I know. Bring the long cleats, boys. Luke, how are you? How's the West Coast? Um, since it's Friday, what's one player from the past you'd like to have this weekend? Mine, Woodson. Enjoy pizza night with the girls. I will. I'm going to see them right after I'm done here. Um, I mean, I get asked this a lot, and the answer is always the same. I mean, it's Reggie White. How is it not Reggie White? That's that's my answer. AJ or AJ Tation? Thanks for the super chat. Can't depend on Russ from the 49ers, but I think that's where Packers can take advantage early if it's there. Regardless of the ending, amazing season. Yeah, that's kind of what I said a little bit ago. I, I think if the, if that does rear its head, gives you an ample opportunity to hopefully, maybe take advantage and get up a couple scores. I would love that. Pack Daddy, what's going on? House money? Then why am I so nervous I could puke? <laughs> because it's an opportunity. I was just talking about this on the radio. Like the fact that we were somewhat resigned to, okay, they're not going to make the playoffs. And then it was, oh, okay, they could make the playoffs, but then they're going to get bounced. And now it's like they're two games away from the Super Bowl. I don't have to remind you guys what it felt like last season when the Packers got bounced at home to try to get into the playoffs, and now they win two games and they're in the Super Bowl? That's why you want to puke, because it's so close. It's such a great opportunity where one was completely unexpected, especially at the start of the season. Grab this opportunity, boys. I do. I feel like 
Robin Williams up here. Seize the day, boys. Because we are food for worms. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe, what's going on, man? Packers are nine and a half point underdogs this week. They were nine and a half point underdogs when they beat the 49ers in the 1995 divisional game. It's all coming together. Joe, it's been very heartening to see how many people have been re-watching or re-remembering that game. I know I was watching it last night. I mean, that is uh, that is exactly how you want this game to start, especially. The fact that, you know, you had that Newsome forced fumble give you much like the Jair interception last week, an opportunity, put a touchdown on the board. Baby, I'm feeling it. Let's go. Bill, what's going on, man? I guess there's only one thing left to do. Win the whole thing. An eternal quote. Braden, what's going on, man? Physicality for 500, please. Let's shock the world. It is a, a game where that aspect of their game is going to be tested. Um, the 49ers are not the Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys want to run up and down the field on you. The 49ers want to do that, but while doing so, they want to push your face into the, the mud. It's a very different collection of talent there in San Francisco. Aaron, what's going on, man? Not looking past San Francisco, but here you go. But I find it funny. Lions' best year is a Packers rebuild with the possibility of the Lions versus the Packers' NFC Championship. Yeah, but they're the look at the Lions. We know, we know who these franchises are. And look, it's an opportunity, if nothing else, for the Packers. And for the Lions, it's a culmination. It's you know, the way they started at the beginning of the year beating the Super Bowl champs, coming off of winning in Lambeau to ruin the Packers season and kind of announce their presence with authority, so to speak. For them, yeah, they've been building towards this. The Packers have just started to build. And to your point, we've started to build by being in the playoffs. I mean, the Packers are just built different. We all know this. Cheeto, what's going on, man? Tip of the cap to Cheesehead TV. Nags, I've seen mobile quarterbacks move the ball on the 49ers. Do we see designed runs for love? I think there could be a wrinkle or two in that regard, but my nervousness there is when it's come to Jordan on design runs twice now against the Giants uh, and against the Bears, he's put the ball on the ground. Uh, let's just have him keep throwing 30-yard touchdown passes. That's just me. But I agree, and I hear what you're saying. I don't think they dial up exponentially more of those types of plays where he can utilize his legs, but maybe a play or two, an RPO or two, where if you know the end comes crashing down, green light, Jordan, go ahead and take it. Possibility. That's definitely a possibility. 
Sandy, what's going on? Thanks so much for the super chat. I'm so excited for our team, this game, and all our pack family. Love being on the love train. Thanks, Nags, for sharing this with us. Go Pack Go. Sandy, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for being here and for the super chat and for, you know, being part of the community. Thank you so much. Carl, what's going on, man? Hey, Nags, I'm feeling as calm as I felt before the Cowboys game. I'm just excited the pack is in the postseason and we have a chance to advance. A chance to advance. Look at you. What a poet here in our midst. I feel you, man. It is great. It's pretty great. Lap it up. Soak it in. Next 24 hours, anything is possible. Peter, thank you for the super chat. Have you seen any differences with communication on defense? A bit, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's been overt, and I don't think it's been dramatic, but it's clear that there is more going on. And actually, the the person who pointed it out to me, the way that I kind of went back and looked at it, um, when I I think it was last week, two weeks ago, with Camille on uh, Carry the G and MKE, she pointed out how communicative um, Jair had been, you know, in a way that we haven't really seen from him in the past, like every motion, every kind of adjustment, every time the offense kind of realigns and he's checking with people and making sure everyone's on the same page. And that's kind of rippled through the entire defensive side of the ball. And again, I don't think it's been dramatic, but it has been noticeable. And, you know, I know that was the watchword, right? Coming off of that Buccaneers game where they needed to communicate better. I think they are. And that's obviously good, and that's an encouraging sign, and they're going to need every ounce of that against a 49ers team that really wants to mess with your keys and wants to give you eye candy and wants to get you going just even a step or two in the wrong direction before they take it out the backside. You know, this is a, a guy, a designer, a play caller, in Shanahan, who finds every single one of your structural weaknesses and tries to use it against you, like on every down. So that communication will be more important than ever this week. Janice, how are you? Thanks so much for the super chat. Thanks, Nags, for all you and Corey and the rest of the crew do. My first year being part of Cheesehead TV, and it's been awesome. Makes the whole experience better when sharing the love with other Packer fanatics. That is a lovely message. Thank you so much. And, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of the whole reason we do what we do. And Corey and I were talking about this because uh, there was that article by School of the Arts alumni um, had reached out to us and talked about carried the G and the launching of the beer. But in the interview, we were talking about like how it all started. It really got me remembering like when we very, very, very first started, I mean, 2007, 2008. Right. And we would get messages from people like overseas, lots of service people who were in stationed all over the world. Really. We got messages from Japan or India. I remember we got one from India or um, obviously in the Middle East and things like that. It kind of blew our minds and i got to admit that has never really left me the fact that like there are people all over the world but especially here in you know america wisconsin what have you who all not only enjoy the packers the same way we do but with us as a community we can't tell you guys how much we appreciate it and that's literally why we do what we do and janice that is incredibly kind so thank you so much she said joey what's going on do you think Green Bay's success this year will influence other teams to go very young with their team-building philosophy? I doubt it. Not to that extreme. Um, you know, you got to remember, most teams are pretty darn young. I mean, when you're talking about, quote, the youngest team, 
it's usually by degrees shaving through, you know, <laughs> some kind of uh, really finite numbers. But as far as all this, the months or years or what have you, but yeah, maybe. I mean, the one thing I'm curious is, so is anyone else going to try and like, you know, draft a quarterback when they don't need to? I think that's the lesson here. The way the Packers, you know, have done this now twice. And so far in the second time, it looks pretty damn successful after a really successful run the first time. You know, it's easy to say that people, it's a quip, you know, but it's the best time to find a quarterback is when you don't need one. But people keep waiting until it was, it's desperate time and drafting one and probably overdrafting them and then playing them right away. And yes, CJ Stroud having a great year, but you don't have to look much further than Bryce Young to see his counterpart and plenty of other dudes who have kind of flamed out initially because they're thrown into the fire with what is usually a bad team, because that's why you're picking up top. It's just like, it's, it's hard. I understand that, but it seems to kind of work. That's where I'm interested to see if people or other teams, or even just one of the teams starts kind of looking to try to do that. And honestly, I think the team that should try and do that, and I don't advocate this because I don't want them to be good is the Chicago bears. Like they've got fields, keep fields, and then draft Williams first overall and let Williams sit for a bit, at least for a year. That's what I would do. But, you know, the Bears are the Bears, and all I know is they'll screw it up. Uncultured, what's up? One of the reasons you draft a quarterback is to get a young guy who listens. Amazing what happens when you use motion and run the damn ball. Ooh, uncultured going after Aaron Rodgers. I understand it. The frustrations were real when Aaron was in town, but you do have to remember. I mean, the man did win two MVPs his, you know, second and third to last years in Green Bay. It's not like he was falling apart after Matt got in town. Like, yes, they they ran the offense a little differently, but Aaron was operating at a pretty damn high level. And all of that experience, all of that, you know, time on task for Rodgers, there's a reason he thought the way he, or thinks the way he thinks. You know, there's reasons behind it you know the way he wants a static picture and wants to try and be able to imagine and visualize the matchups pre-snap and maybe get them into something that he thinks they can take advantage of etc i understand that i mean i'm with you i love the fact that we use emotion now to create mismatches and get defenses off kilter and use the running game to our advantage i did love matt being asked about being under center so much in this past game and matt not really bristling, but he did say, I think you guys are making a little more out of this than necessary, but I think it's spot on. I think the fact that they are under center more and utilizing play action and have an effective running game, it's exactly what I've been talking about. When we made those shirts, run the damn ball, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It helps your quarterback. You don't have to look much further than the fact that the 49ers have Mr. Irrelevant running their high-end offense because they have a really effective running game. It helps. It doesn't hurt. Dag, what's going on, man? Close to Santa Clara. Can confirm it is drizzling. Going to be at the game tomorrow. First time ever NFL game. Go, Pat, go. Oh, Dag, have the best time. Represent loud and proud. Unless you're up in the nosebleeds, then, you know, there's some shady characters up there. So, loud and proud. Go, Pat, go. Have a great time, man. And stay stay dry. John Semitovich, what's going on? Main concern on D is Green Bay playing off their wide receivers in San Francisco, methodically dinking and dunking down the field with CMC and Kittle. All gas, no break, boys. John, I think some of that comes down to Jair's availability. 
I certainly don't want Valentine and Ballantine up there playing press man down after down. You know, I love their attitude and I love their uh, ex- excitement level. I, I love their energy, but yeah, that's a recipe for disaster, especially if Shanny starts running all sorts of man beaters. God help us. But I feel you, man. I feel you. You want to you wanna take it to them. No question about it. And the Packers have done a bit more of that as of late. Janice, thanks again. I am not worried about our offense. Who on defense has to have the game of the year? I'm thinking Gary and LVN. I think LVN is a big component here, right? Because you've lost Enigbare, and that has been your main kind of third guy off the bench at edge. I don't doubt for a moment that we'll see more Lucas Van Ness, but I'm fascinated to see if they kind of act. I suspect they will put Brenton Cox into the mix a lot more um, off the practice squad. He had a really good summer. So, and I don't think he's going to tilt the field or anything like that, but excited to see him out there and see what he can do. No doubt. Nick, thanks for the super chat. We need a Jord him shirt. Go pack. Go. I like the way you think, Nick, Johnny rivers. Good to see you, man. Thanks for bringing care of the G club member. I haven't seen you in a while. I like the Packers. You know what, Johnny? So do I. Sean, what's going on, man? What kind of influence do you think Bisaccia has had on Matt in terms of how he calls games slash what to do in specific scenarios slash overthinking things? Got a lot of slashes in there, Sean. Um, I think he's been a sounding board. I mean, you always see him standing like right by Matt during the game, right? And I don't doubt for a moment they've they're discussing things as the game goes along, just not even special team stuff, but game situation stuff. But I don't know. That'd be a good question for Matt. I got to think it's helped somewhat somewhere, but I, you know, as far as specifics, I would have no idea, but it's a very good question. Sandy, thanks so much again. It's going to be very rewarding for you to share your love of the Packers with the world. Congrats. Cheesehead TV got to be very rewarding for you. It is Sandy. It's, I tell you what, it's, uh, my joke is always it beats work, but yeah, it is. It is great. Um, there are some rough moments, like when uh, the Packers are awful and Jordan Love is thrown interceptions, and my inbox and my mentions are filled with haters. But right now, it's pretty good. I don't hate it. On culture, what's going on, man? Today's jams are "The Power of Love" by Huey Lewis in the news. "Love Will Find a Way" by Pablo Cruz, and now that's what, now that we've found love by Heavy D. I mean, now that we've found love is like should be the anthem for this season. No doubt about it. I will say the power of love by Huey Lewis. I must, I've probably listened to that song about 4,732 times this week. Talk about an anthem. Let's go. Uh, Mike Witt. What's going on, man? 31, 27, 49ers nags. Hope I'm wrong. Go pack. Go Mike. Why, why you got to put that out there? Why then bristle when I call you negative all the time, sir, sir. Shoes fitting. That's all I'm saying. Juan, what's going on, man? Doesn't Matt struggle out west? What is that about? Juan, no. Matt doesn't struggle out west. No, sir. Aaron Rodgers struggled out west. Whole new crew. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. Uh, That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Chris, what's going on, man? Any fear we end up like the Giants next year? No. Because the Packers are much better run. I understand the trepidation, though. Especially when you've seen... You know, the Giants win a playoff game. Daniel Jones plays somewhat decent in that game, and then they hand him the bag, and then they have the year they had this year, right? And Lord knows, before he got hurt, Daniel Jones did not look like the guy you you handed the bag to. I understand all those fears, but no, I have none of them. 
not for this team, not for this organization, not for this quarterback, coach, GM. They're just better. Better run in a much better spot. I mean, and then we haven't even talked about Russ Ball. We talk about the man charged with putting it all together and making sure whatever get whatever gets done, whatever happens, doesn't hamstring the Packers in a significant way. No, I, I am I have no fear. Now I understand people who do, and there's nothing I can really say to assuage those feelings. You know that that fear. Only to say, where the Packers are now, comparative to where they were when I was growing up, this team, how they operate. It's the it's the cream it's the creme de la creme of the of the of the league, right? There are a handful of teams franchises that are run really really well, and the Packers are one of them. And I say this all the time, and some people get it, and some people dismiss me, but you know, you look around the league and who's hiring, who's firing, who's starting over, who's doing what. You know, the Packers have been pretty damn good for thirty going on thirty years now, thirty plus. You know, there's a reason for that. They're very, very well run by very smart people. It's kind of like the Packers know what they're doing. Andrew, what's going on, man? I've said it before, but I'm in Memphis, and this channel is everything. Nixon channels Howard in 96 tomorrow, but is out of, but is out there for the second half kick. <laughs> nice. Go, Pack, go. Let's kick some 49er ass. Rice fumbled. Rice definitely fumbled. That The Desmond Howard thing, I've been thinking about that all week. I mean, that game the mud bowl game where he like taken on one in particular up the left sideline i've never jumped so high in my life in just pure excitement javier what's up haven't seen you in a while hey nags long time maybe i've been under a rock for a while but does the lack of josh myers talk mean he's playing better and if so is he just a bit better or is the pack set there for a while that's a really good question i think he's definitely played better i don't think there's any doubt about that and i think he's found a really good working groove with Jordan Love, boy, I got some kind of power thing going on here. Um, I think he's played better. I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's going to put to rest any doubts people have about him on a week by week basis. As far as there's usually one or two plays a game where you can point to, oh, he got taken advantage of there, or he missed a block, or you know he he didn't work to the second level the way you want him to. Blah 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 blah. But man, I tell you what, the operation has been phenomenal between him and Jordan. And as far as sorting out protections and making sure everyone's on the same page when it comes to pre-snap stuff. And that's valuable, you know? So are they set there for a while? I think, you know, if the opportunity occurred and somebody who they thought was phenomenal, like dropped to them in the draft, yeah, they probably make that selection. That's kind of the point, right? You want value. But I think for the most part, they'll probably ride with him. I think Steno, clearly likes him a lot and gets you know pretty much his name out there every opportunity he can to talk about how well he's playing so i think in the building they really like him and you've shown i mean you've definitely seen over the course of the last month or so you can win with him even though i think he's had some you know not great games still playing winning football still scoring a ton of points that's the name of the game right chris what's up man and tomorrow's jam Take the Crown by Alter Bridge. Look at you guys. I got a bunch of DJs up in here. I love it. Porkmaster, how are you, man? Nixon bring one's, brings one back tomorrow. Book it. Book it. I love it. Oh, that'd be insane, right? Hasn't done it all year and does it tomorrow night. Oh my God, I'd lose my mind. Bryson, thanks so much. 49ers fans are the rudest fan base. Terrible fan experience being an away team. 
I will say that's why I kind of said what I said to um, the gentleman who's going to the game tomorrow. Um, yeah, there there's some rough pockets, <laughs> rough pockets there at Levi Stadium. I will say that. I mean, it ain't the Eagles back in the day, you know. But it, yeah, there's, there's some some tough hombres, some tough areas up there, no doubt. Um, Abdul, what's going on? Hey, Aaron, what's your prediction for Saturday? Prediction. Moises, what's going on? Send Quay at Purdy. Go, Pat, go. I do think there will be some early down pressure. I think there will be some overall, not just like sending blitzes or what have you, but or how they call their coverage and ask guys to press or what have you. But overall, I got to think and I have to suspect that this is a game where Barry and company will be off profile. Like all the stuff, all the tendencies, all the things that they say, oh, they always do this on third and eight or whatever. This is a game where I think, not dramatically, but noticeably, I think Joe goes a little out, out of the norm just in his approach and what he asks these guys to do, like sending pressure early or having Quay, um, not just off the edge, but even a delay you know, up the middle and things like that. Just to, again, like we were talking about at the top, give Purdy a second to think about it. Make him second guess himself a little bit, especially early in this game. It's going to be, it's going to be vital, really. All right, buddy, I got to get going. I cannot thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.